I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. You'd think he's had a week's practice. He knew he was in charge. You'd think he'd know how to press the right button. Guess from the open who's in charge, and the fact that we're not on Facebook as well, you can tell who's in charge. So it's been a good start. Welcome along, everybody, to the long run show live stream and podcast at two minutes past seven this week (laughs) because we've had a few technical issues toby is uh, mm. you know well he's doing his day job so um he's left chris in charge again and we're just going for a little few teething problems which yeah. means unfortunately at the moment we're not on facebook um so um hopefully people will be able we to uh, be. join us on but, uh, youtube we, or join us we might be will come we might be hang on oh, hello it's too um, late i've told everyone we're not i don't know whether we are oh the no. no idea i don't think we are i don't think we are I don't think we are. If somebody's no. on Facebook, could no, tell we, us aren't. If we are. We, not. we ain't. <laughs> we're not. Well, sorry to disappoint you or anybody. Anyway, we're I'm back. Not. We'll do our best, despite yeah. these uh, technical inefficiencies, to uh, entertain, brighten up your Friday evening with a bit of running <laughs> chat, along with, um, in association with the 40 Runs Running Community and our friends at Sketches, our yeah. lovely sponsors. Thanks very much. So, Toby's not here. So, um, that's the bad, the bad news, but, you know, the better news is that Sabrina's in again. We, we brought her back. She done so well last week. Hello. We've got, so we've got Abby back. to see you. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. How are you? Good. I'm still recovering from that nice little trot we had out on Sunday. We had a little 12 miles mm-hmm. out from Broxport and Wolfram Abbey. That was lovely as we prepare for Edinburgh, which is now only nine days away. There we go. Yeah. Not far. Mm. I think we're all suffering yeah we're all looking at the weather forecast now aren't we I'm wondering what what constitutes a moderate breeze 
Oh, is that what in, they're saying? Um, Scotland. I reckon it's probably, you know, a force 10 gale. What is that what they're saying for the forecast? Yeah, about 14 mm. degrees Celsius. Yeah. A moderate breeze. Yes. Mm. Get redirected to Glasgow, you know you're in trouble. That's a hurricane down on the coast. <laughs> well, particularly yeah. if I'm on a train. Yeah. Oh, that really would um, be a bit of a different. And um Al's back fresh from fresh. his um from conquering the Copenhagen marathon last week, fresh from sharing a bathroom with twelve other people. Yeah, in the basement hotel. Oh yeah, he's back. He's back in his own house with his own toilet. Now it can't get much better than that, can it? Yeah, own bed, own toilet, perfect. So we shall find out all about his experiences in wonderful, wonderful Copenhagen last week. Mm. I'm surprised he's um, not got a uh, second overdraft after going there for a weekend. But um, yeah, we'll get that. We'll we'll get all the news and views about that. And um, because we're only Nine days away from our marathon, we're going to be talking about Maranoia and Maranoia and race day prep. Yeah, race day prep. Because I don't know if anyone else saw it today. For for us Edinburgh marathoners, and Al, you can give us some hints after doing Copenhagen last week. It doesn't necessarily have to be the marathon, but what are your race day rituals? What is your mm. sort of race day prep? Let's even expand it out, maybe to like. Let's say you're up, yeah, onto the Saturday if you're running on the Sunday. So, what are the sort of things that you do? So, stick that in the comments. I know we've only got the YouTube stream live in, uh, tonight, but um, stick them in there or email in at something. What was it? Long run show at gmail.com. Hopefully, you know, we might have time for a few more, um, mm. a few more emails today. He said diving into his bag to find the emails. Yeah, hopefully, he's got he it otherwise, somewhere. Otherwise, that'd be the third thing, wouldn't it? That's gone wrong today. Oh. Oh, I don't know. But, yeah, so well, that's, that's what we want to hear. Uh, we want to hear re- race day rituals. What do you do before a run or what do you do leading up to a run, like 24 hours kind of thing? And also, like um, we said about Maranoia, who else has suffered from Maranoia and um, ways to get over it? And, it's in, I mean, I think we was we did a club run on, what was it, Wednesday, and we was all talking about it, weren't we? Yeah. Oh, we're all in that stage of, like, uh, heavy legged, doubting yourself, yeah. knackered, yeah, and just groggy. You know what I mean? In terms I can of that stage. This, definitely. Yeah, I'm hungry. Uh, yeah, and oh, well, I'm always hungry, but yeah, hungry as well. Yeah, that's a good shout out. But mm. yeah, and, and I just, I, I think I said to you, didn't I? I said you've got to think about it. Your tape is like every every day is like a week of your training. That's what you got to think, uh, and you know, work back from there. So that's what you got to think that you're you're unwinding that position of being absolutely exhausted and getting back to a point where you're full of life and energy and ready to rip up 26.2 miles or whatever you're tapering for, whether it's, you know, half or whatever. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We're all a bit oh, this week. I don't know about anybody else, but yeah, just a bit. Alan's the only one who's, who's relaxed because he's already done the miles. Yeah. yeah. He's over. He's across the other side. Yeah. In the bag, a few weeks off before I start thinking about, yeah, I was going to say, uh, what are you going to do now, like for the next couple of weeks until you've got to pick up a plan or whatever? Um, well, I think the plan starts middle of June, 18 mm. weeks June for London. June. So it's yeah. not that far, not that much of a rest. But uh, just um, got a few park runs, a bit more tourism, tick off a few more alphabet letters on the park run, south end half, and then it's back on it. So, uh, uh not a lot of time to rest. What uh, what letters are you missing? Q, 
W, no, I've got W, Z, so we've, we're targeting The Hague. Um, I think I've got seven to do. J, D. Jersey Farm, mate, that's not far from us. They're all listed oh, out. I, we can't tell you anything about this. How, how many hours do you sit there sort of like pouring over where you're going to go? And I, I have some good admin to help me. Oh. <laughs> Carolyn. I, I Carolyn does. I'm in the right direction. Yeah, no, I think that's 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 a very smart idea. Have a Carolyn who's, who's able yeah. to help. Everyone needs a Carolyn. D. Hey. Oh, here we go. D. D. Yeah, I haven't got a D. Apparently. D must Dartford. be easy. There must be a D or something. Yeah, Dartford, but I just haven't got around to doing it. Ah, okay. House, Y and Z. So there you go. Seven. Where's the? What's the Y one out? Is there a couple? Yeovil. Yeovil, yeah. York. York. Yeah, probably. Yeah, York, yeah, I suppose. What's planning that one? Yarmouth. Yet. No, it's oh, Great Yarmouth. Oh, is it? And that's yeah, it's it's hardest it's great ideas. It's all on the beach. I think we're doing that 25th of June. So that's all. Yeah, really isn't inspiring. that the toughest one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. There's, that's the toughest. Then you've got the fastest, which is the one at. Um, that's what Fingy was telling us about when he was on there, wasn't it? it was uh, the yeah, one, so over one down the road from um, Victoria Dock? Docks. Yeah, that's the, that's supposedly the quickest one. Um, but but again. Um, Thing he had all the information. Yeah, Penny shouted Daventry. You could go there, mate. That info. Daventry. Yeah, I'm sure a few of the Northampton forties have done that one. Oh, Wilco, shout out. Go on. Do you? Do yeah. you? Yeah, out. I was just going to say, well done to everybody. All the Watford forties who did the uh, race to the sea last weekend. Great pitches. They said to have a yeah. whale of a time. But um, you... I particularly like Petra's one, where she just oh, teamed up with this girl that she didn't know, <laughs> and I did the last. 15 miles together or something they went across the line holding hands i mean anybody who knows petra just knows that that's just exactly the, you just if anybody said who would do this who you knew she would be top of the list yeah yeah 100 percent. and admin's running with her on sunday yeah, yeah. we're going for a we're going for a nice fun run hackney half fun run then serbs nice and easy we're literally going for a nice chat for Two hours. We are. They say fun run, but it won't be fun when me and Si turn up. (laughs) Our our aim is to avoid Chris and Si for 13 miles, which shouldn't be hard. It's not very nice, is it? So what we did was, do you see that on Tuesday, Wilco, we we gave her a taste of what's coming. We just ran with her and chatted in her ears, both ears. Well, I didn't see. We we did this exercise where we were doing laps in pairs, and one of us was going one way, and one was going in the other. And... Um, when you crossed over, you sort of like you you went sort of in your tempo pace until you caught up again, and then you slowed down when you crossed over all the time. And consequently, I didn't. See, we must have been running in the same direction because yeah, I didn't got... see you all night. Yeah, it was and weird. I thought, just... Where are they gone? Yeah, I thought they'd weird... gone. You'd gone off in sort of like I don't know, on some sort of scouting mission to find some could have been. terrible could hill have been. or something like that. We actually that. thought we'd lost John at one point. I said, to, I stopped Tobe. I said, Tobe, I'm really worried. Where's John? Because I ain't, so it was something, and I would recommend the session, actually, if anybody's looking for saying, if you can get one or two mates together, and basically, and you could do it on a track. It's a really good one. So mm-hmm. one of you, you're continuously running, but as you come up to each other, you change your pace. So one's running easy, the other one's running hard. So start opposite sides of the track or, whatever the park or whatever it is um and then you sort of continuously run around but every time you get to that person they then have to go off we was doing it 3k paced and easy so it's, it's a good workout 
because you're still you're moving all the time, but you're working hard as as well. So it's a good workout to try. So he was in your ear, was he? Yeah, um, I was just. I uh, I set off thinking, oh, this is going to be lovely. I'm just going to. I'm partnered with Paul, Paul Myvan, hero. We'll, we'll just have Legend. a great time. And then suddenly, I can feel people coming towards me, like either side <laughs> of me. I just have him and Sai appear at my ears, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be absolutely horrific." We added value. And, we added uh, a lot of value. I was like, "This is really unnerving." When you can hear the footsteps of people, and they just decided for the next twenty minutes to stay by me. At one just point, they went, oh, oh, what did they just sort of like stalk you then, or did, did they not say anything? Surely, oh, no, they just carried on talking at me. Yeah, we talked to her like she weren't now, just to annoy her. And they went oh maybe we should just dip off down the river and I was like yeah please do please leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take that one it's good for her we've got some, I'm just putting them up on the screens evening everybody we've got some um despite having like no Facebook live or anything like that tonight we've got a lot of people watching uh on YouTube so thanks very much for that uh big shout out to super chappy 92 penny uh Luke, uh, Robert, Cam Man. So we've got some stuff coming through already. So thanks very much um, for you guys for hanging around tonight. If you've got any questions or contributions, doesn't even have to be about running. We don't really care anymore. Just stick well, them in there. Well, because we're winding down and the last thing we really want to think about is running. Yeah, no. last thing we want to think about. I'm happy to talk about football. I'm happy to talk about um, finishing fourth above that little team from Woolwich. I'm happy to talk about anything other than running, really, because I'm so off running this week. Because it's hard, isn't it? This this not running where you where you come down. You're you, it doesn't matter how many times I taper. I still I still feel like oh, this is just I, I just hate tapering. I, I think I put it in the group earlier in the week, just with a <laughs> with a, a poo emoji because I was just I just hate it. Well, it's because you're such a Duracell bunny, isn't it? You know, you're just... Yeah, you're just on that treadmill running the whole time. And then as soon as you have to stop, but it's not like you have to stop because, like, you don't want to stop, like, but if you're injured or, you know, you've got to take a, a forced break. But because you're taking a break through your own sort of needing to do it, it's just really, really annoying and frustrating. I just, mm. I don't know. How are you with your taper out? What's with the Hanson? Is it that bad or is it like what we do? Well, on a on a on a normal Hanson plan, you don't taper for more than about ten days, mm-hmm. um, and and it only really changes by reducing the intensity of your runs. So I think week seventeen of the eighteen week plan is still forty plus miles, but mm. you've taken out some of the speed work. Obviously, this time round, COVID had a little bit of an effect and kind of oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. had had me tapering, um, including a park run. Did not finish seven days before my marathon, so uh, mm-hmm. that kind of helps. We had someone asking now in the um, Camman UK areas was asking what time did you get? For your so Mara? it's controversial because I ended oh. up running twenty seven point one miles. Somehow. Yeah, that's what I said to you, didn't I? You'd done an ultra. That's what I messaged out was, or was it on Strava? I said, well done on yeah. your ultra. So my my official time for twenty seven point one miles was four hours thirteen. Um, so. Yeah, that's that's the time. Four hours thirteen. Um, How'd you feel about that? Like everything on the day, disappointed because I trained for um, a faster time. A week away on reflection, taking into account a bit of distance from the finish line, literally, and knowing that I I kind of I hadn't had COVID bad, 
I had a heavy cold in effect, mm. but it must have had some effect. Um, and it probably didn't help reading an article on the way out about how you could die if you run with COVID. So uh, about <laughs> kilometre 37. Is that, was, that, was that in the magazine in the, that you was reading about if, on the plane that, you know, if something damaged, you, if you hit the water, you're dead anyway? Is it one of yeah, those? Yeah, one of those. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I did run out of steam. Um, but again, seven marathons in, you're still learning. And I will take a lot away from it. Um, definitely going back to Copenhagen. It's a great place to be. Um, next time, I will think before I order that litre of lager for £13.57 or whatever it was. But it's not that much more expensive than London, I'm guessing. I don't go out very often. I think often. it is. I don't know. I don't go out very often. So, uh, no, it was, it was a really good course. It is super fast, as you'll know from watching Benny's runnings video. Yeah. Watching my mine hero. now looks like I'm running in slow motion in comparison. But, he's uh, my hero. Big shout out, Ben. If you've not yeah. seen his channel and uh, just – what he's done on Instagram, just go and have a look. It's just insane. First marathon, two twenty eight, wasn't it? Uh, and he's had the tat like. already. Oh yeah, what a legend! I mean, it's just hardcore. <laughs> Friend of the show. Uh, we are trying to get Ben back on, but as you can imagine, he's like a, a a sort of brand wet dream at the moment in terms of um what everything he does, and good for him um, because we said, and you, hopefully you saw on the episode, he's just a nice guy. So um everything he's getting is well deserved. So um but yeah, definitely. Check check his stuff out. It's, um, and what about the um, sort of? Um, I know you, this isn't the first time you've done a marathon overseas, but or any sort of misgivings about that? You know, there, there was no problems. Or? No, there's no misgivings. Um, I think it's just one of those inevitable things. You know, you try and get out there. What I like to do, and I've done it all every time I've done the marathon. Now is get out and see the start and finish if I can, mm-hmm. just to get familiar. You know, going to London being a London boy, you kind of know roughly where you're going to get to and then you're just dealing with where the TFL is cocking it up for you. But getting out there, finding the start, finding the finish, I think it's inevitable that, you know, you go out with the intention of trying to rest up, but you want to be a tourist as well. Mm. So 25,000 steps a day before a marathon probably isn't Mm. ideal, but it it is what it is. And I think that's part of the fun of running abroad. Um, Yeah. It's different and therefore it's challenging you in different ways. I've got a question for you, Al. Yeah. And it's slightly unrelated, but it's it's on the I was talking who was I talking to you about? It's like, when's when when's the Berlin? When do you have to put in for that? The ballot it- for twenty twenty two was revealed in January. I think you put in November, December, they reveal in January, and then you'll go off in September. So, so it'll be the end of this year that you're going for Berlin for end next of this year. year for twenty twenty three. Yeah. I thought you were gonna ask yeah, me about Say Sky. They were quite popular on the course. What, who were? Say Sky. All yeah. their uh, florals. So, yeah, uh, I see. I told you I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> Not that's what it is. Mr. Ford hates it, but I, I love it. So do you fancy Berlin then, mate? Do you fancy it? Because it's yeah, nice I and just, flat, and it? You know, you don't want to go up any hills or anything. Yeah, I just, um, yeah, I don't know. I was just, I, I can't, I don't remember who I was talking to, but it was just like thinking a little bit further ahead. Realistically, you know, London in October, I you know, it's probably going to be the last time I do London if I don't get ballot, which is unlikely, right? So after that, you've got to be thinking, okay, how does the following year look in terms of marathons? And, you know, where do you want to spend your money in terms of going to? Mm-hmm. Um, so by putting that in the mix, I, it just gives me something to think about. Um, everybody I've ever known who's gone in for Berlin seems to get a place. I don't know whether that's BS or not. Um 
but yeah, so I'm, I'm anyway, yeah, I, I fancy having a crack at that one and seeing what happens. Words of uh, advice the finish is not the Brandenburg Gate, so you run through, yeah, the that's all right. I don't gate. care about it. Things have been nearly done, you've still got about a quarter of a mile to go. Because I spreckens the old Deutsch and all that, I reckon I'd, you know, get on all right over there. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, I've got the lingo, yeah. How many, how many podcast followers you got in Germany? Oh, we got millions. We we are the biggest running podcast in Germany. <laughs> it's true. No, it's not. I've not mm. checked, but now you've said that, I am now going to look at how many people are. I don't know how many and while we do Germany. that, Al, we've got some questions coming, and I think firstly you can answer or be answering one of them while I looked it up, which is uh, T Run Thirty One is pacing the not ten k this Sunday. Good luck to anybody who's running that this weekend. Um, First time being a pacer, Al, you've got pacing experience. Help him, him or her out. Go for it. Okay. Don't get too excited too early. That was the mistake I made when I paced. I was uh, all in all in for trying to encourage the crowd to encourage the runners. Um, and I got too excited uh, and I paid for it later on in the race. So go steady. Um, different pacers, I think, have different tactics in terms of whether you should go out and bank some time. Clearly, that was a strategy I experienced at Copenhagen. Um, the marathon team were pacing slightly ahead of time, but what shocked me is they all stopped for a toilet break at halfway, which I wasn't <laughs> expecting. So it's like, okay, if we've got some time in the bank, I'll, I'll stop as well. Um, others just say, you know, hit the pace and be as metronomic as you can. Um I think as a pacer, you've got a duty and a responsibility to be talking to people and encouraging them. Um, I think I got asked for a hairband. Why they'd ask me if I had a spare hairband, I don't know. But it's just those things that, that runners, perhaps doing their first big race or pushing themselves to the limit, will forget things or be nervous and, and just ask staff questions or put requirements because they'll look at you as, saying, you know what you're doing. You must know what you're doing. You've got a flag stuck up your backside. Nope. So, uh, yeah. But enjoy it. Bottom line is enjoy it. You know, if you do it well and you do it right, it's a good experience. Absolutely. Looking oh, yeah, I hope they have. Coming back to um, my friends in uh, Germany, we're massive. I mean, like massive. 111 listeners. Huge. Which is like small compared to everywhere else. But... Anybody yeah. ask? It's not. It's not on a Mongolian style. Yeah, no, we style. are we are bigger in Malta than we are in Germany, um, but that's no surprise, you know, with our backing from the Maltese uh, tourist board. Who is it? Right. Um, uh, next question. <laughs> uh, right, Al, are you ready? Yeah. Ticking over, diff into junk miles, or the same. How many interval speed sessions should you be doing a week? One or two? You go, and then I'll go. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask answer the last bit first. Um, in terms of speed sessions, I think it partly depends on what you're training for. Um, in my training plan, when I'm running six times a week, I will do, I will do in effect two faster sessions. I'm not going to call them speed sessions because it's relative. You know, my fast for someone else will be easy, but it will probably include shorter intervals. Um, and when I say shorter intervals, when I'm marathon training, those intervals might be a mile, mile and a half or a couple of K. Um, and then there'll be a tempo run, which again will be faster than the majority of my runs. So out of those six, I'd be doing two. I think probably if you're doing four runs, 
one speed session is 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 probably about right because the speed sessions will take it out of you more than the the long slow runs um in terms of junk miles again i'm i'm probably not the best person to to ask because i i run hunting so our plans are designed to go long uh consistently but not to that extreme but you know um 80 percent of your runs are easy is that a junk mile it will, you know, different people have different views. I don't see it as junk miles when you know you're doing those because I like to run. Yeah. It's ticking over different to junk miles. Well, hmm. So that's a funny thing. It's, yeah. Well, for, yeah. For interval. How many speed session intervals? Yeah, really. Speed and interval sessions are slightly different. I would say um, they they tend because I I look at it when I people I'm coaching is is whether it's a high effort, medium effort, or an easy or low effort. Um, and you want to try and blend that through your week, depending on weekly mileage, what you're training for, what you're doing, um, background as a runner, where you are in your journey, that kind of stuff. But ideally you're doing, like I said, you're doing some form of medium effort, which is probably more sort of lactose tempo work. Um, and then, you know, your high stuff where if you're, you know, zone four, zone five in it, where it's that short stuff that's, you know, really, really pushing you hard. And I mean hard. And like Al says, and then the other bits, you're looking after yourself so you're able to do those medium and high efforts without being so exhausted that you can really commit and do do them properly. It's ticking over different to jump miles. Ticking over should, should also have a plan to it, actually. Uh, if you are sort of between plans and you are, let's say, ticking over, then you should have a purpose to that, whether it's to speed up, whether it's to build some endurance into your runs, whether it's to build some pacing um, education into your runs, controlling your pace, controlling your heart rate, whatever you're looking to do. But you should have some form of mini goal within whatever you're doing. Don't get me wrong. I still would emphasize, you know, taking a couple of weeks off and just doing whatever you fancy. So you're getting out of a plan. But um, if you're ticking over, try and give yourself some purpose. So there's no junk miles. You don't ever really want to be having junk miles should always have a purpose for a run if you're tra- if you're training or going to be training um is my advice on that i mean you look like you're going to add something no i was just going to i was thinking back actually to my training because i'm pretty pretty much still a newbie compared to you guys and i think the difference in my training last time for a marathon and this time is every time i've run there's been a purpose pretty much so whether that is making sure it's easy or doing the speed session and properly committing to it or the tempo run rather than just going out and running 5k four or five times a week or whatever it is just to say that I've done the miles and I feel I mean look the proof of being the pudding let's see in a couple of weeks but I feel stronger I feel mentally better mentally more prepared this time than last time so I think you're right that just having a purpose to what you're doing is really important yeah and you look at Toby Toby every run has been to some form of food outlet. He's, you know, made sure he's run to Subway, he's run to KFC, he's run to McDonald's, and he's even run to Leon. So it's always a purpose to his runs. All right, it results in food, but he has had a purpose. As well. he can't, he's not here to, to defend himself, so I don't really care anymore. Yeah, I think you uh, have to it, treat him. I think you have to treat all the runs on an individual uh, yeah. basis, yeah. don't you? And just try and get – it's good to know what you're trying to get out of a run before yeah. you – 
before yeah. you lace up with me. What am well, I going to do today? That's it. Not just how far am I going to go? How am I going to do it? What, what bits am I going to do perhaps quicker than each other? Or what hills am I going to take on? Things like that. So you've just, you can organise your runs. It, it definitely helps. That said, I would say to anybody who's just is running for their mental health to, you know, because they want to lose weight, because they want to get out of the house, don't overthink it. If you're in that position, yeah. no such thing as junk miles. Every mile's a, every mm. mile's a winner, right? Yeah. So, like, Pete from Thursday just said, oh, yeah, I'll get out three times a week, do 5K. He's my hero. He's just going out just to get out and run for some form of fitness, some, you know, some form of aerobic workout. He's going out running three times a week. Yeah, really, you know, he's just doing what he can. And I think fair play to him. So that's the other side. It's, it's, I suppose it's different for us. We sit here and talking about because we're training for this, doing that, you know, all that sort of stuff. But if you're, you know, just out there running, you enjoy running for the purpose of because it's something you just enjoy doing because, you know, for your mental health, whatever that reason is, then this is, then there is that the other side of the army. So I just, I would count the summit. Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers ArchFit Footwear. Okay, I know what you're thinking. ArchFit Footwear, ah, I don't need arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favourite trainers. You see, Skechers ArchFit are great for virtually everybody. ArchFit was designed by experts giving you podiatrist certified arch support and all-day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers ArchFit. Find Skechers ArchFit Footwear for men and women everywhere. We've got another question from Joseph Kieran. Al, um, just come through. Are we because we're not on Facebook because Toby mucks it all up. Um, currently training for the London Marathon, struggling to regulate my pace. My me he says minute by per mile, but so basically his pace. Any advice? He's on the treadmill at the moment, amateur runner. Um, I'm going to hand over to Al, but the first thing I would say, Joseph, is get off, get off that treadmill, get out because when you run the London Marathon. Unless you're doing the virtual, you're not going to be on a treadmill. So you need to be on the tarmac and get used to doing that because your bones and all your joints and everything, you need to be hitting the tarmac. If you can, appreciate life gets in the way. But that's the first thing I would say. So, Al, hand over to you. Okay. Pick that up if you want to, mate. Yeah, sure. So, Joseph, I'm going to make some assumptions from, from what I've read because you've put in there about being an amateur runner. And we've still got plenty of time for London. So... I can't do the mental maths, but there must be at least 20 weeks plus to London. I won't worry too much about it at this point in time. Um, you've said in some of the comments that you've got your watch and everything else. I'd probably run to effort at this point in time while you're building your base and, and get used to how your body feels after a long run, after a fast run, after some intervals. And then when you can start to gauge how your body's reacting then you can start to calibrate your runs with that pace. Because I think, you know, again, we're, I'm making an assumption this might be your first marathon. First objective should be to finish and to enjoy it and not put too much pressure on yourself 100%. by creating a time based on whatever you think or however well you think your, your training's gone. Um, certainly, you know, with 18 to 20 weeks to go, halfway through that, depending on how your, your training's gone, then start to think about um, that time and how you need to translate into to pace. And if you've had a good solid 
consistent training, I think you'll find it easier to regulate the pace because you'll be more in tuned to how your body feels. Having said that, even those people that have got 100 marathons under their belt will go out some days, run, and feel fantastic, do mm. the same run. There'll be something not quite right. You might not have slept, might not have ate properly, might not have hydrated, and will feel completely different. So there's always yeah. going to be those variables that just, you know, play into life unfortunately you're, you're uh, bang on now to, to learn and, and to get that feel yeah you're bang on it's it's if it uh, as you say you, you, we're, we're making assumptions here so joseph stick some let us know because we're hanging there hanging here a bit but working on the assumption it's your first but either way you've still got a couple of weeks yet before uh, you know a plan starts and then you know, but i said it today i think someone uh, just Use the next couple of weeks just to play about with your paces. As Al says, the biggest biggest gauge is is how you how you feel when you finish. In terms of your pacing, it's a good it's a good gauge in terms of your recovery, how you're feeling when you finish. So if you're like literally blowing out your rear end when you and you you know curled over, means you've done a high effort. Have a look at that pace. You know, run along, have a chat to someone, ring someone up. You know, and then see how you feel after that. That could be a start of what your easy pace is. Um, that's that's a good way to gauge it. And then once you understand those levels of different paces, then you can start sort of weaving a picture together. Yeah, it's his first marathon. Thanks, mate. Um, it is a uh, – you're weaving a picture together of where you're at in terms of your paces and your goals. Um, and then you can sort of base it from there. So like Al says, and, and I just mentioned, don't worry about it too much. Like now, just at the moment, it's a bit of discovery. Try and find it. Try and play with it try and understand it and then you can build your patterns and then you can build your strategies around it accordingly um we've got to give a couple of shout outs before we go thanks everybody by the way for all the questions despite not being on facebook because toby mucked everything up uh because he was too busy eating this week uh we're getting loads of stuff coming so thanks very much guys appreciate that um but we've got to give a couple of shout outs firstly um Actually, I'm going to do a shout-out. I'm going to give a sh- uh, guys from Sketches a shout-out, for one, for sponsoring the pod, as always. Uh, and two, if you're not seeing it, check out the video we dropped on the channel today, which is the new Sketches Go Run um, XS, uh, Razor XS2. I'm getting confused with the shoes. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Razor XS2, check that out. Daily Trainer from Sketches. Check out the review from them today. So mad love to Sketches. And Wilco, um, you've got... One shout out was it, and then we've got a couple of part runs we want to give a mention to. Before yeah, there's a shout out. Yeah, we got a nice message from Anthony Ferris who um said he did his first 10k while listening to the podcast this week. So yeah. well done, Anthony. That's a great effort, mate. And um, yeah, on the part round subject, uh, Sam Lewis is doing our 100 for Oak Hill, yeah, um, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, um, Watford 40 stalwart, a bit of a Watford no. theme. I don't know, I, I, we can't carry on with this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, good luck to her. She did the um, she did the ultra last week as well. So yeah, um, yeah she's doing a hundredth as well. And Sabs did me on something else. Yeah, uh, we saw on Facebook, which is Kirsten Smith is doing her two hundred and fiftieth in Tunbridge this weekend. So wow, that's, that's hardcore. Yeah. So yeah. if you've got if you've got a um, park run landmark coming up, or you've um, just smashed your PB or something, just drop it in the comments or send us an email, and we'll give you a shout out. What's the always... email though? We'll come. Biggest running long run show at gmail dot com. Yeah, and if you if you give us plenty of warning, Will Cole come along because now he's moved. He's 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 out my mobile. There, you go. I just dropped you right in it. Well, yeah. Well, it's okay because if the football season ends, I might get a few Saturdays when I'm not at work. So yeah, there uh, you, you know, go. So Will Cole's prepared to travel around 
just email in and we'll come, we'll come, come to your local park run. And uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll put the petrol in on expenses. Yeah, the petrol's cheap it. at the moment. Or <laughs> get a to drive in the milk float. It don't cost nothing. It's only easy electric, isn't it? But you, you can only go for about three radius. weeks. Yeah, that's true. Um, right. Should we move on and talk about getting? We did sort of like say at the start we were going to talk about Maranoia and race mm. prep and things like that. So mm. thirty-four minutes and sixteen seconds in, I suppose we really right. ought to uh, touch on these sort of yeah, subjects. Let's, yeah, let's go race prep. I think or, or race yeah. day rituals or something. Well, I like think that. one of them's married to the other, isn't it? Because race prep will sort of like allay a load of your fears. I mean, we all joke about oh my legs ache. I think I've done my hamstring in and things like that. They all contribute to sort of maranoia. But a lot of the worries that people have could fall into the controlling the controllable ethos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is that. Yeah, and it does, actually, you say that it does over, overlap with, with race day prep, controlling what you can control, and so, like just getting the stuff together and doing your bits that you can do, and sticking to your routine, um, and not diverting from what you've done. Nothing new on race day classic, like phrase or whatever you call it. Yeah, so it's like doing that. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Bits and bobs. But yeah, as you say, when you get that maranoia, you start thinking, oh, maybe I should be doing this or maybe I should start taking turmeric because I, you know, I've heard loads about it and apparently it's going to make me feel awesome. Or start taking Somebody recommended root. turmeric tea to me today. I don't know. Where yeah. Get- Beetroot shots. Never done them before, but let's just load up. We might as well, because apparently it's a good thing to do. So it's like, it's like all that sort of stuff. You start thinking, oh yeah, maybe I should be having beetroot or maybe I should be like doing lines of turmeric. You know, it's all turmeric that kind of stuff. Black pepper. Black pepper, huh? helps the absor- Black pepper helps the absorption. On turmeric, yeah. so you know, there you go. And, and, and you should be getting massive in magnesium, like so. I, I got you know, you, as you say, you start think because you've got time on your hands because you ain't basically yeah. knackered from running all the time. You start reading stuff like just random things, like I was reading about what was it? Al? How you can die from, from COVID if you're yeah, like, you can die. How long can kill you if you've just had COVID? Yeah, yeah. So it, you do, you, you, you naturally, I think we all naturally do, but you've just got to, you just got to ignore it in a, in a way. It's, and especially if this is not your first rodeo, you know, you need, you do need to remember what you've done before. All right. It, it might have been the wrong thing to do, but learn from whatever you did before and say, actually, last time I did, I was all right, cock up. And this time I'm going to do it better because I'm not going to go and do that, you know, eat all that beetroot or whatever. Um, 
So yeah, there's there's, there's plenty. Of what, it's got to be a desperate situation. If I'm eating beetroot, I really am in trouble. Have you ever tried it? Have you ever? Have you ever? Have you, have you, I bet Al's done it. The beetroot. I've had one or two shots of beetroot. It's not my go-to, to be fair. No, it right. it, it turns the uh, let's call it byproduct because we keep it clean. A funny colour, allegedly. Al, got any uh, feedback on that? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> long run show exclusive there oh yeah i was just going to say email email in a sample at whatever it was no, let's, not, let's no. not go down that road no let's let's no, not do that family show yeah family show keep it so the thing is sabrina that we're talking about preparation and things like me and yourself we're sort of like a bit polar opposite about what's going on next week aren't they you know you're oh, yeah. you're all over this and i've i know i've got to get on a train at eight o'clock on saturday morning and that's about it oh yeah whereas i've got my list going for what i need to pack to the point of what i'm wearing to travel in what i'm taking with me for saturday night what i'm wearing on sunday for the race what i'm wearing, packing to wear home what i need to buy when i get to edinburgh because i need to get my breakfast for the next day i'm not putting that down to me remembering x y and z so i've got two lists on my phone to do like i can tick off so is this the first time that you've sort of like gone away for a race yeah so i've always oh, that's what it is that's what she's not a pro like no pro. i've only ever done races local or london i don't think i've mm. gone out there. like i said i've only been running what two and a half years and half of that was in covid so there was no yeah that's true races. That's a good point, you know. Actually, that is a really, really good point. You think, right, last two and a bit years, like all these new runners who started, yeah. you're not seasoned veterans like Alan over there. Um, you know, they're, they've, they've just come in. They don't know the wonders, and I'm not taking the mickey now, of what Al explored at the weekend, right, and going out and doing races abroad and in other parts of the country because we've all been locked down and not been able to do nothing. So I didn't um, know peanut butter counts as a paste when you go through customs. So um, I lost my peanut butter. But you're you right. Have, I don't have to go you out and find peanut out for a suitcase and not been a such a tight so and so. And then you wouldn't yeah, have yeah, the problem, that, would that's, you? that's your own fault. But yeah, so it is a good point. No, and I think there's going to be people who are doing Edinburgh this weekend, or you know, what other far flung mm. races like out in Copenhagen that are that are new to this game in terms of travelling. It's going to be great in. Uh, September, get my brain again. You know when when all the newbies who started running in lockdown are going to end up in the Great North Run and experience that, for example. You know the travelling up to that or travelling down wherever you're coming or flying in, maybe meeting us. Yeah, me, meeting <laughs> us, uh, especially Wilco. Long my show at something dot com, um, and they're going to be coming in, and they're going and they're going to experience that for the first time. As you say, you've got all those worries, you've got all those different things about. Thinking about right, I've got to eat the night before. Where the hell am I going to eat? Uh, okay, what am I going to do? Like you said, admin, about my breakfast. Where am I going to get my breakfast from? All that sort of stuff yeah. that people never they took up jogging. Remember, it was jogging back then. They took up jogging in lockdown. Uh, got into it, got addicted like us for, um, and then carried it on, which is awesome. But you know, yeah. there's there's still all these amazing things to explore and do. But you do have to think about all these other. Is this, other issues. is this level of organisation different to anything else in your life, though? Are you always – is this – do you like to be in control in this sort of manner? Do you like, don't like yeah, to leave I mean, things? No, I like to control what I can control. There's things yeah. that we can't control, right? So looking at the weather, we don't – we can't control what it's going to do. If there's, 40, if there's 40-mile-per-hour winds like there was two years ago and 2019 or whatever, we can't do anything about it. Yeah. It's pouring the rain. What can we do? Right? But – 
I can control what I'm taking with me, what I'm going to eat the night before, what I'm going to have. What you're breakfast. wearing back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a medal, not. mate. That's what you're wearing back. You know, yeah. Toby's outfit choice to travel back is not going oh, to be. Important. Don't get me started. What do you want to wear after 26 miles and getting on a flight? Yeah, that's the point. Let's, let's, okay. All right. Al, what, what did you wear back on the plane after your marathon? My finishers t shirt and my medal, of course. And, but on the bottoms, did you, was your commander? Uh, no. No, so what did you have on? I came back Monday, so I had yeah. a chance to recover, oh, okay. had a wash and, you know, freshen up. Hmm. Um, tracky bottoms. Yeah, right. right. Okay, fair play. On yeah. on the foot, was, was you clothes, shoes or? Um, I don't know. I, I, it was it was me. It was my casual ons, not my running okay, ons. Yeah, but then ons. it was the day after. So we'll, yeah, all right. We'll go. What yeah. would you put on and travel back in? As well, just I'll be travelling back the day north, so I'll just have my normal clothes. So what? Not the stuff I wear at weekends. No. <laughs> so you know, I just I, I think on the day though, you know, like our. Um, all right, I tell you what. Which, but also, what was good? I can't remember who it was who gave me the tip for um, flip flops. Wear a pair yeah. of flip flops right. after a marathon. So I'd, I'd travel back in them. I'd, yeah, I'd, so, in fact, so, I take as soon as I've finished and I've picked my bag up, I've got them in my drop bag. That's it. I'll put them on. Yeah. So Speedo yeah. is coming back. Jeans, <laughs> shoes, yeah. and a shirt. <laughs> is he off out? I, I, it must be out, out. He must be going to South London or something. Christ knows what he's up to. But he's coming back, he reckons, in that. Because that's all this he wears. Is, and this is you flying back Sunday night, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. A, I don't know about you, but if you've ever flown, like, and I'm not taking the mickeys, I don't know. But jeans aren't the most comfortable thing to wear on a plane, let alone shoes and a shirt. <laughs> I mean, the, the, boy's just, the boy's just crazy. Oh, maybe he's after an upgrade. What on EasyJet? On EasyJet. We never know. Might get a drink or something. <laughs> free sandwich. <laughs> yeah, like might get, might get free, free Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah, free <laughs> Kit Kat. But it's just it defies logic. So yeah. Anyway, going back to what we were talking about, it, it, I think it does help to be organised. To in fairness to admin, right? It does help to be organised. I think it does take the stress out of, and even not just for going far flung paces, being organised for doing. Your races can help because if you're like turning up and you ain't got you know anything in place and you're rushing around in the morning, it just adds stress. So it's always that good thing of getting your stuff out a couple couple of days before, not the night before. Get it out a couple of days before, um, especially if it's like a, a bigger event, like we're doing yeah. Hackney on Sunday, which is a is a large scale event. I think I read from them they've got sixty thousand people attending the festival this weekend wow. right, over the two days. So it's a, it's a big scale event. So you, you want to make sure you've got all your gear out and you've got, you know what you're doing and where you're going. Like Helen was posting earlier on the group about the meetup. She couldn't find the event thing. So, you know, it's, it's all those little things like where to meet. So it's all those little things, knowing where you're going, what you're doing. Like I said, when he got there, all right, it took him 50,000 steps, but he went and found the start and finish. And it's a, that's a good idea because yeah. it just reduces that anxiety and all those we got a um, we had an email from um, Paul Marcus about this about the marathon. Mm. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for joining, mate. And he said that um, he's doing he's doing London this year. Um, and he said um, one worry I had was getting to the start line on time, 
and um, was worried about trains and tube strikes and engineering works and stuff like that, particularly because a lot of these races are on Sundays and that's the sort of times when a lot of, you know, the the worldly wires out there decide to do these sort of things. He said, I found a solution where a local running club arranged arranged a coach for entrance and families to go to sort of thing. So he was saying that um, it's cheaper than the train. It dropped you at the start. So my tip is to reach out to local clubs to help you get there. Brilliant idea. No, sometimes that's a great idea. So thanks, for, um, thanks Paul, for um, passing that on, mate. Yeah, I, I've seen that before, um, running clubs doing that. It's definitely worth checking out. Uh, yeah. Depends what sort of running club they are. Some are like, no, you're not allowed to join because, like, you, you know, you're not wearing the right top or you haven't, like, run around the track in 30 seconds. But most are, are more than are more than welcoming and uh, want you to, to come on board and uh, be part of the part of the day until i think the guys from south end actually are coming up to hackney on sunday on the on some form of on a fun bus yeah the fun bus which is which always looks like chaos it's like ours when they all go and do your what is it our your welsh uh thing that looks like so complete a welsh con. international park run yeah, yeah. oh that looks, yeah how's yeah. that going bus is full that's amazing that well, is, it's that's that. we've got a full bus and we've got about 20 people making their own way. So uh, wow, we're well. to top 70 on the day. Oh, that's incredible. Well, yeah. well done, you guys, for organising that. That's amazing. That's going to be an epic, epic day. I'm going to be sitting here in Menorca just waiting to hear the noise from over, because <laughs> you'll probably be able to hear you from Menorca, the amount of noise you're going to make in Wales. It's going to be awesome. We've got some random questions coming in from... People on um, someone just said Edinburgh Transport is a nightmare. Yeah, we've heard uh, about that. I'm um, still going to get a bus ticket just in case. Yeah, there was where was that? There was a question about. I'm not looking at the shoe ones. We're coming from JBS. Oh yeah, there was a question that. from friend of the show JBS. I clicked on it earlier by accident, but now I'm doing it deliberately now. Uh, picked up an injury due to a muscle imbalance. Oh no! Oh, you'll know what that is. I ain't got a clue. 13 miles on Monday was okay. Sports massage on Sunday. Another question I've got to follow up with this to you lot. Should I run Edinburgh easy or just go for it? Uh, don't do any more damage is my advice. See how you feel and then go from there. I would get, you know, there's no point. You've got to think of a longer term plan. See how you get on. I would, it's only, what is it, May, isn't it? So you've got the rest of the year. Is it worth it? Probably not. So my advice was run easy. If you feel okay, push a little bit, but have just think about. Come and have a good time. Yeah, just uh, you know, if you've had, if you've had injury, and and all seriousness, we was trying to give Tobe a bit of a pep talk because he did turn up on Tuesday. We was like, who's that? Um, <laughs> but I did, didn't I? I mean, I gave him a bit of a bit of a hard time because I said yeah. to him, "You got to be, you got to be smart." We, who's not been listening to to uh, the podcast and that. He, he picked up an injury about three or four weeks ago, um, and it was it was his calf. Um, he went and saw the physio. They told him he was lazy, and he thought that was his calf. It was actually him being lazy. But he's he had this calf strain, I would call it, probably more than anything else. And he's he's really had to limit his miles. So I said to him, "You've got to like you, JBS, to a degree." I said, "You've got to reassess your goals. You've got to think to yourself: Is this race really sensible to go after?" No. Have you got the rest of the year to get yourself back fit, get back going? He's busy at work because I say he's not here, right? So you need to reassess your goals. He was looking to go three fifteen in, in Edinburgh, right, which was totally doable. Um, and I think if he ate properly and trained, well, he'd probably go down closer to three. 
because he's one of those annoying people who can just run. Um, but I told him now to say, look, just run with us um, and enjoy that to a degree. All right, yes, I will be talking to him for, you know. That might, that'll time. make him speed yeah. up. Um, <laughs> but, and then if you feel okay, halfway step on it a little bit and just, you know, get there before us so you can go and get my bag from Bag Drop. What? Um, but, no, just get through the finish and see how you feel and, and, and then reassess and start again because it's just not worth it. Um, and it is true. You've got to be able to reassess your goals, even on race day. You know, we've, I think, Al, you said it before, gold, silver, bronze and all that sort of stuff. You know, you've got to reassess your goals. Unfortunately, with running, you know, you pick up injuries. All right, that was his own fault. But And, and life gets in the way, right? So, JBS, don't chase it just for the sake of chasing Toby. Don't chase it just for the sake of chasing it. There's, you know, you've got other races, you've got other events. What I don't want to do is see either of you, you know, using St. John's Ambulance time up just because you're trying to be a hero. So, you know, be sensible uh, is my advice on, on that one. We've got some more questions coming in. Enjoy the yeah, enjoy the atmosphere, JBS. People are giving you some worldly advice here, which I think is too right as well. Um, we've had some shoe questions. Should we just not them? There's two there. Shall I just yeah, whack right them out? Just quickly. Random question. If money was no issue, gel Nimbus 24, Puma Velocity Nitro 2. I'd go for Puma Velocity Nitro 2, uh, even though the Nimbus 24 is a good shoe. Much better than it was before. The Puma's good, but I've got a new shoe that's better than both of them, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. Hashtag still under restriction. Um, when, we, when you will... What? When? You well, oh, when will I release the Glide Ride 3 with you? Um, no comment, Your Honor. Uh, soon, um, gotta go, JBS. Uh, enjoy your running, yes. Um, so what, oh, what's the best hokers out? You're the hoker, man. I, I, firstly, can I just say big love to Hoker? Um, because the Tecton X, their trail shoe is awesome. If you want a trail shoe and you have not and you're like loaded, maybe you just won 184 million quid on the Euro Millions. <laughs> you can get six or seven pairs. But the Tecton X is an incredible trail shoe. Um, not hardcore trail as in like, you know, all those rocks and stuff like that. But like we do up and down the towpaths where it's a bit lumpy. I'm up and down the fields now because all the paths and that have opened up because of the, where it's dried out. So you can zip off the river and do some stuff around the Lee Valley. They are incredible. So I would, I personally would go, Tecton X, Al, anything on the Hokers? Because I sent you a link, didn't I, today to the Mac 5? Yeah, so I'm, 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 not, one, I'm not wearing Hokers for race day um, in terms of any carbon plated, so I can't comment on the Rockets and the, the Carbon X3s, I think, which is the latest edition. They're terrible. Uh, I, I've seen a review that, that's similar to that. Um, I have got the Mac 4s, which I really enjoy. Uh, good, consistent everyday shoe that can do a bit of everything um i've also trained in the bondi x which have got a carbon plate but are super cushioned and i'm not sure what their purpose is um perhaps they do make some of the, the to slower make money. easier um but they're just such a big shoe in terms of their profile that mm. uh, i think if you run quite narrow you could find yourself catching your, your feet um but I, you know if i if i had to choose one pair I'd probably go Mac Thor's at the moment. But I've just remembered, Al. We converted a young friend up the top there, Gandalf himself. We turned him <laughs> over from Marcus. 1987. He's now back in 2022 with his Arahis 
Yeah. How you getting on with your hokers, Wilco? Yeah, they're all right, mate. Yeah, they're yeah. a bit lighter than the other one, so that's nice. And that's a what bit. I wanted. It's like comparing somebody wearing a house on their shoe to wearing a piece of paper on their shoe. Brooks. That's what I wanted because that's what I found. That was my experience when I did my other marathon at Yorkshire. That towards the end they got really heavy, so I wanted something that still had a bit of stability that I was going to be comfortable in, but a bit lighter. And I think that they ticked the box. One thing I would want as a layman on sort of train, trainer issues and not an expert. How can it be that the same company produces a shoe that you think's absolutely brilliant, absolutely wonderful, and another one that you think's absolute rubbish? There must be some – isn't there some sort of medium – do you see what I mean? Well, well no. you were saying that there was one hocker that you said you didn't like, and there was ah, one – and that, that no. you thought, oh, no, they're rubbish. I don't like them at all. And then you were yeah, talking I, about the I trail shoes that said they you were would, brilliant. You would think there's themes that run throughout the shoes. Yeah. I'm guessing. Um, Hoka a bit, yeah, okay. So Hoka have different ranges within their range, if that makes any sense. So they are, what's the best way to describe it? The midsoles have got different setups. So you've got ProFly, you've got ProFly Plus, uh, basically the different sort, and you've got a lover lab EVA. The geometries are different. The outsoles are different. But most importantly, I think people underestimate it, the uppers are different. So like the Hoka Carbon X uh, had a reasonable upper on it last year. And then this year, they basically put a woolly jumper over the top of it. And it's just so badly fitting, gives you no support at at the top of the shoe. So if, and if you're in, if you're in a shoe that's, you know, you're going to be running relatively well in, you want some support from the upper as well. And and that thing is just like a big jumper that you've got. And it's, it's hot and it's just so badly fitting. So yes, you would think that theme would run through some shoes, but it doesn't necessarily. It depends on. It depends on you know within the family of of where they sit. So that, and and I again, suppose you've got sort of like I would imagine you've got different development teams and working on different areas within the company, so they're going to come up with different ideas and different conclusions. Yeah, you've got the department in Nike who says we're just going to put out rubbish shoes that we know people are going to buy because we're Nike, <laughs> and then you've got the department that go, I'm going to make an alpha fly and the next percent, and there's like nothing in the middle. And then you've got the guys at Hoka who sit there and go, I know what we're going to do. We're going to come up with a thousand different types of shoes and we're going to sell them because we're going to make as much money as we can with a scattergun approach. Again, it works, right? So it depends how they, how they do it. And then, and then you've got people who are a bit more thoughtful about the process um, and come together and go, actually, that's a shoe for then. That's a shoe for then. And that sort of stuff. And, And they try, yeah. And try and run those sort of, uh, what's the themes through the shoes? In fairness to Adidas, they probably do it as as good as anybody out there in terms of running the themes through the shoes. You know pretty much what you get with with certain types of Adidas shoes versus some of the others. Um, right, we are, oh yeah, uh, never rated Hoka. Yeah, well, I think they've I think they've had a good good year. Can you recommend me a high cushion shoe for fat slums? <laughs> uh, wait for the wait for the Glide Ride Three. Um, I'm not going to say any more than that, but wait for the Glide Ride Three. Um, yeah, right. we, yeah, go on. go, go. Because we, um, while we were talking about trainers, we did have an email about trainer rotation. Oh, from, really? Um, here we go. Yeah, it's from uh, Poker two two seven seven six. Thanks for getting in touch. Hi, guys. Um, affordability means that I only ever have one pair of shoes at a time, and when they need replacing, I get a new pair. However, due to use the same pair for, ev- I tend to use the same pair for everything. Right now, I have uh, Ciccone Endorphin Speed Tees. Use them for a 5K PB a few weeks ago. Um, I run every – he says, is this okay, having the same pair of trainers for everything, 
Or would he be better trying to get three or four pairs and rotating them? I always reckon, well, firstly, I don't know your weekly mileage. I don't know you as a runner, but let's say you're an everyday runner like us and you're running three or four times a week and maybe you're training for something. I would say yes. Uh, ideally, you have a shoe um, that sort of counteracts the other one. So maybe you've got like a daily trainer and then you've got like, I don't know, a speed shoe and you use your daily trainer that goes out to your longer miles because that's what you want to do with the daily training. You want something that's versatile. And then you've got a speedier, lighter, lighter shoe that you can use on your speed workouts and then maybe chuck in a, on a race day. So, I don't know, not necessarily if it's a marathon, but if you're doing 10Ks half, something that sort of crosses over, like the speed two, good example. Um, so that's, pro- that's probably where I would do, I would recommend. It's always good if you can, because, you know, you, you are hitting the shoe, you're decompressing it, that kind of stuff. You want it to come back to life before you use it. Because if you're hitting it all the time, you're not getting the maximum out of it. But that said, I appreciate that, you know, as you rightly said, and got cash to throw around. And and shoes, you think of how they've developed, even just over the last three years in terms of durability and what they can and can't do compared to what, you know, we used to have to put up with. For example, Brooks, uh, they're still very much doing the same thing. But if you look at, you know, even something from, from Asics with like the Nova Blast that's, you know, really crossed over in terms of being able to offer all of that, um so if you could just like get one pair of shoes then that probably could do most of the stuff you'd want it to do so but yeah i would recommend a couple of shoes um if you're not a shoe geek like me and al al anything to add would you yeah a couple of things um i tend to agree with you if you can afford it and i appreciate times are hard having different shoes for different purposes but even uh, even then even if you're kind of sticking to a similar type of shoe that can do many things, just having different brands, um, the subtle changes in design will mean it is working your kind of lower foot muscles in a slightly different way, and that should help strengthen overall. So you might have stability shoes and you stick to stability shoes, but just two different, slightly different designs will just subtly kind of work your, your, your ankles and your calves slightly differently. And that should benefit. Um, the other thing I'd say is don't wait until they are at the end of their life. If yeah, you can, bring them in a couple of hundred miles before your current pair is going um, to fail so that you can slowly transition. Because going What from about the, if you've got the same model and you buy sort of two sets and if you find something you like and you, buy, you sort of like run two sets concurrently? What do you think about that? Well, Again, I'd, I'd probably wear one for a couple of hundred miles and then when they're starting to lose some of their cushioning, slowly bring in the, the, the second rather than just swapping like Monday and Wednesday, Friday and Sunday. Yeah. Um, I'd just get confused. So um, you could one thing I did do when I was doing that a couple <laughs> of years back, I was actually just tagging on my shoe when I started to wear them. I don't know. Well, that's because, because you always buy color. white ones, Al. If you buy different colours, yeah. it wouldn't happen. Oh, right. Oh, okay. You could buy a yeah. different colour for every day, but you're colourblind, so that'd screw you up, wouldn't that it? That don't help either. Um, there, is, uh, there is a good point out of, out of this, actually. I've just thought of something, because I'm a genius, um, and this is probably why we're so highly ranked in terms of podcasts in Germany, because we come up with this value add. If, you're got, if you've got London, you're about to start on June the 13th, whatever, then it's probably worth, have you thought about your shoes? And I know this is a London running marathon focused theme, but in all seriousness, it's a good point. A couple of weeks out from that training block to have a look at your shoes, look at the bottom of them and go, they're a bit knackered or 
the app has had it, or if you can, and again, I totally appreciate it's got to living right now and shoe companies, by the way, you can all jog on amount of money you're putting up on all these prices. For example, a 665 quid for a pair of shoes. See you later. But it is worth having a look if you can afford it. Like for example, today, Reebok flash sale, 30% off everything. Couple of great shoes on there. You could pick up the energy float ride for today. Great daily train, especially if you're on a treadmill like you, whoever it was earlier. I think they were like 50 quid or under 50 quid. And that's a very versatile shoe. You can do everything. So my point is, is start hunting around now, starting mm. to think about your shoes because, you know, we talk about it a lot, obviously on 40 rounds because of all the videos and stuff we do, but it is an integral part. You need to have something that works for you on your feet. So start thinking about it now. Maybe I say, maybe you have got that pair of Asics or Hokers or, you know, Dunlops that are sitting there and you need to have a look on the bottom of them. And they probably, they you might be surprised that they probably had, had more miles to them than you probably can remember. Just whatever you do, don't go to your shop and say, oh, yeah, I'll have those Brooks because there are other brands out there. Wilco. Who is it? Those days are gone, mate. Oh, I know. Um, Sabrina, what about you? You know, rotation and stuff. You... Um, yeah, I've got a couple of pairs, but I also appreciate that I'm really privileged to be able to do that so to that guy's point around affordability. But I definitely found that having even just one for my longer runs and one for kind of a shorter every day uh, has definitely helped. Um, and I did have, I have got a pair of Alpha Flyers, which I did landmarks in, which are, I mean, brilliant. So, yeah. Are you going to wear them next week? You were talking about it. You... Uh, let's see. I'm still deciding. TVC this weekend. Well, you um, need something to start. You've, got, uh, you've done all your organising. You've got to have something to worry TVC. about. TVC. You? you know, it's the first thing I would think of what shoes am I wearing? Wouldn't you, no. Al, Al, I'm not being funny, Al. Wouldn't you think, what shoes am I wearing and what outfit do I need to match that, right? Well, there's the matching outfit, but also if you've got limits on your luggage, like I had, you, you've got you've got one and only. You know, it's it's the all or nothing decision. Yeah, you can't yeah. leave it to the last minute. You've got to do it before you get the standstill. This is this is the thing, Admin, you've got to think about. We'll talk about it in the car on Sunday. Oh, please don't. <laughs> that early in the morning, I'm not talking to no one. I'm I'm, I'm not talking to anybody. Until oh, I see, uh, until I see everybody from the South End crew and, and people who go to the meetup, I'm not talking to anyone until then. I might even wear headphones. We've done sixty-three minutes on what? Not a lot. No, and, and really, we—I'll be honest. I apologise to all our listeners in the fatherland because we haven't really added much value to them really tonight. It wasn't their good, was it? See what I did there. <laughs> I'll be fair. Got the lingo down. Oh um, yeah, he's got it absolutely sorted. Mm. So yeah, so you you're off to uh, you're off to Hackney then on Sunday. If one yeah, last I'm on media duty on Saturday, Sunday, wherever day it is. Yeah, we're out there um, talking about and filming. So say hello if you're there. Um, you won't miss me. We <laughs> we've got a new top it's coming out on Sunday. You there, you'd probably see me out from wherever you are in it. Um, so yeah, watch out for that one. Um, but yeah, we're we're looking forward to that. Uh, the only problem is we've got to get up bleeding early because I've got to get to the media bit um, early. I'm not complaining by doing the media bit, but it's just I mean I have to get up early, which I always regret. But uh, is what it is. Um, and now, 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 there's a big posse going. To, is it Woking Park Run tomorrow? Yeah, we're we're going to see um, some of the Surrey Forties down in uh, Woking on Saturday. And then Sunday, I'm washing and ironing because I'm going away with the kids next week. So I've got to do some. Uh, uh... 
Hang well, on, you're off to tell Nick. I should, I'll tell Nick you can drop some of my stuff off. <laughs> <laughs> no, Where don't you off to, Al? <laughs> Where am I off to? Yeah. yeah. I'm at, on a serious point, my son's finishing at Exeter University. So we're going down, spending a few days and uh, helping to start relocating back at the end of year two. So oh, uh, it's with Surely a purpose. Exeter Park Run, doesn't it count as an X? Yeah, Exeter Park Run. Yeah. No. Should, uh, it? No. I'm going Monday to Friday, so I'm not actually there for a park run. Oh. Mm. That's no, how you should try and fit a run in. <laughs> I would fit possibly one or two in, yeah. <laughs> so it's all happening. I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll, what are you doing I'll do about eight miles mm. Sunday, I think. I might do a park run tomorrow with work permits. Which so, one? Um, yeah, thanks ever so much for joining us again. Sorry about the uh, problems with Facebook. But yeah, then I apologize to the people who are on Facebook. They can't hear me anyway, so... Yeah. It's not much point, Email in. Really. Email in complaints at, what is it? Longrunshow at gmail.com. Yes. And just just, just entitle it, you know, for technical issues. Yeah. And um, then we'll be able to put them in the relevant basket. But if you want yeah. to send us anything else about um, any emails about um, anything running related or even not running related. No, we don't care anymore. Talk to line because, I mean, that's about four we've read out in the last couple of weeks. We're doing well. So we're, it's we're almost like someone's taken over the emails, isn't it? I know, it's shocking, isn't it? I'm yeah. saying nothing. Yeah, go but on. Wrap us please up. remember that um, you can catch us. If you not don't do it live, you can catch us on your usual podcast providers on uh, Amazon and Apple and Spotify and all those sort of people. And um, you, but that will be available to download not long after we've finished here. So uh, you can take that on your long run over the weekend. Good luck to everybody uh, doing Hackney mm-hmm. Half. Love mm-hmm. to everybody down there. Love to everybody going to Woking. Everybody who's got races coming up do your best don't panic don't worry about stuff it'll all be fine and we will see you next week on the long run seven o'clock hopefully on facebook as well technical department might have been Mate, yeah i was going to say we'll maybe we'll go. but so thanks very much and we're now going to see if you can press the button and run the credits yeah so we'll see you yeah, next week. I, yeah i think it's this one oh, it's not that one <laughs>